Well, hey there, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of The Change Room with Rod and Leslie. You're going to hear from Rod in a minute. I'm obviously Leslie. And in this week's episode, if you remember last time, we had some promises of things that we were going to come back and talk about. And one of those topics that's really interesting to both Rod and me is all about happiness and how we find a path to happiness and how you make happiness happen in your lives. And that really today, we really want to focus on the concepts of reframing and reappraisal and how helpful that can be in finding a path to happiness. Rod, what would you add in to the beginning of our conversation? Today? Yeah, no, I, um, I think it's, well, there was a lot that we were, we left people with teasers to and, and what we might dive into. And this one is a really important one. I think it, it helps I think so too. Um, in many ways. Uh, to take the edge off to kind of get you back on track but we'll talk about the as we get into it we'll talk about the I'll say the limitations the pros and cons of it um, it's it, it's not a cure-all for everything um, but more to come as we, we dive into it where would you like to start but it's it's definitely helpful, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a helpful... To, well, why don't... Because you're the guy who does the reading and the stuff and the things, okay. why don't you sort of define for everybody what reframing and reappraisal is about? Just like, let's just lay the foundation. Let's do a let's do a yes. 101 on it. Yeah. And, and um, basically, reappraisal and reframing, it's two words. They're synonyms uh, for our purposes, really talking about the same thing. And they it's it's interpreting a situation uh from a different perspective so right. for, for example um i can I, my own like these are personal interaction examples like you walk down the street a person looks at you and coughs you could uh, coughs maybe not the bad thing or make some kind of uh gesture towards you you could right, think right. that person is not feeling well you could think that person doesn't like me for some reason. You could think right. they are warning me against a danger. Um, all of these are interpretations of uh, a situation. And so when you reappraise is what what's happened is you you first have you first have an interpretation of a situation or you first. Yeah, you're taking something in and then you're taking the action to to give a different perspective on that same situation. So right. we, we talked about this actually uh, briefly in our very first episode around the fight or flight response, because the, the mm -hmm. one, this is the this is the one way, um, the most powerful way to interrupt that that fight or flight response is to actively try to reappraise the situation. And so uh, an example um, is, yeah, you could be mad at somebody for for something is you stop and you say, I'm mad at them because I think they've disrespected me. And then you right. rephrase it and you say, I think, well, is there another way to look at this situation? Well, they could have been in a bad mood before they talked to me. Right. And that's why they acted that way. 
And this, I, I feel like this reminds me, Rod, and I know you and I have talked about this sort of outside of this podcast before, but the whole fast and slow thinking as well, right? Fast thinking mm-hmm. tends to be the side where you go, well, obviously that person is pissed off at me. Like that it be, it's all about me when you see someone who's making mm-hmm. that gesture or, you know, doing something or they come to a meeting and they're cranky and we tend to take it, or at least maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just talking for myself, but I, you, I tend to take it at first really personally. Like right. I've done something, like either I've done something wrong, which tends to be my go-to, or that person is really mad at me in some way. And I think it's when you sort of take that pause, like you were saying, when you take that pause and get out of that immediate reaction and you can sort of say, well, what else, what else is possible here? What are all, and this kind of gets into the growth mindset stuff we've Mm -hmm. been talking about too. What are all of the possible possibilities that could be going on with this individual? Because we can't, thank goodness, read other people's minds. I think that would be the worst superpower to have. I I don't want, I wouldn't want that superpower. That would be horrible. But you know, like I, I, like it's, it's that ability to step back and take a breath and Mm -hmm. say, what is, what else is bigger that's going on in this situation that I can perhaps either ask some questions about if someone does come into a meeting and they seem ticked off or, you know, whatever, Mm -hmm. whatever that looks like, or if it's just a chance encounter with a stranger asking yourself all those questions. Mm -hmm. What might I have missed? What don't I know about this person? And when it's a stranger, the answer is everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's nothing we know about that person. So anything is possible, right? You're totally right to connect it, to to think about it as a system one, system two, the the fast versus slow, because you're, we're purposefully engaging that slower, like the more thoughtful, Uh, engaging our brain to think about a situation versus that that immediate reaction yeah because I think our immediate reaction can be what gets us into trouble sometimes right like that Mm -hmm. is the thing that sort of um, causes us to to have that sort of anger response that um, you know sort of an intensity of response in either direction and since we're you know we're focusing on happiness we're Mm -hmm. focusing on the the intensity of response that tends toward anger or sadness or hurt or you know mm-hmm. whatever other things that um you know that that however else that manifests for mm-hmm. sure mm-hmm. so how do you think like when we we so we talked about this before in the the fight or flight uh response situation and now mm-hmm. we're talking about it in the context of happiness so how do you think about reframing in this con in that context of happiness versus fight or flight so i i think about reframing so I use this a lot in my life. I am I have gone through, I was telling you when we were chatting a little bit about this episode before we connected, I was telling you a little bit and I don't mind telling others that, you know, I grew up in a slightly crazy situation. It was me and my mom from the time I was about uh, 10 or 11, I guess. And when I was 15, she sort of started getting hardcore into alcoholism. So she was an alcoholic from the time I was 15 till I was in my early 30s, I would say. And, you know, that's a, that's a, it's a hard enough time as it is to be alive when you're 15, you know, when you're in your teenage years and your early 20s, it's hard enough. And then you go through all these other things. And certainly at the time, um, it was horrible. Like, I'm never going to say that, I'm never going to paint it with rainbows and sunshine because it was like legit horrible. Uh, And folks, you know, if you if you're going through something like that, or you've gone through something like that, talk to somebody, it's the only thing that saved me at the time. Mm-hmm. But now, um, 
now as I look at it as an in theory an adult whatever that means but mm-hmm. you know with the with the with the value of perspective and and many years to think about it I'm so grateful in a way because I feel like had that not happened to me when I was younger mm-hmm. I wouldn't be who I am today and I and I quite like it I like my life I like that I get to talk to you once a week about cool mm-hmm. topics that we're both interested in like I have this really cool life I found my passion in helping people through change Mm-hmm. And I don't know that any of that would have happened had I had I not gone through the youth that I did. Mm-hmm. And so it would be very easy for me to still be angry and bitter and not trusting because it really messes with your trust. Mm-hmm. Um, it, all of those things, you know, I could still be clinging to that. I, I could still be holding on to those mindsets. But over time, and like I say, with hard work, with working with a therapist and, and having great friends and chosen family, mm-hmm. I'm in a different place with it now. And, and so I, I do think it's, it's such a powerful tool and can really help you find a different path and a, and mm-hmm. a much happier, content path in life is, is my, you know, real experience with what reframing is. And I didn't know what reframing was like a lot of mm-hmm. things in my life. I didn't know the thing had a name. I was just kind of, doing it and and then later on you read about these things and you go oh that's what that was Mm -hmm. cool I didn't know I was following a you know a a, like a a path of some sort or a process of some sort but here we are yeah what about you do you have some examples too well or you can uh, ask I know I know I I told him before I got guys because it's always a you know a little bit of a bombshell when you tell somebody that. So it is I did very tell heavy. That on yeah. Friday. It's very heavy, but you yeah. can tell in my voice that I'm okay, right? Yeah. So that's that's I think what matters. Yeah, it is, and you're right. I I might when you we chatted before, my reaction was uh, uh, not as quiet. I was more a few <laughs> wows and like yeah. Um, so you know, I I before I kind of go on with an example for me, I I think just to connect what you're saying is, is, is kind of what you're saying. It's like, it's the, how you choose to interpret the way that life, the card that the yes. hand that you were dealt um, and how you, right. you choose to interpret that and, and that uh, the effect that that had on you is, is that kind of what you're saying from framing for So for example, when you look back and you interpret that from is the difficulties but then the parts that helped you grow as a person is is the frame of which you the perspective that you reflect on the situation is that kind of the, what you're saying around how you were this you were doing this but it wasn't necessarily you were explicit in thinking that you were doing this it's just how you managed through or or the result yeah of, i mean I knew I knew I wanted to be happier, right? Like I was really unhappy when I first went and saw my therapist. I mm-hmm. the first three sessions, I just sat and cried. Like I couldn't even get and not pretty crying, like not like pretty cute tears falling down my face, like snot falling out of my face, mm-hmm. crying my eyes out, and I couldn't make eye contact. So mm-hmm. it was so hard, you know, it was so hard. But 
uh, I knew I wanted to be happier. I knew mm. I didn't want this to be like a life sentence. I didn't want my mom's choices. And I love my mom. She's passed on now. Mm. I love her with all of my heart. And I have so much respect for her as a woman and what she did raising a kid on her own. Like so much respect for my mom. Mm. Um, but, you know, I, I knew I, I just knew I wanted to be happier. And so mm. I knew I had to find a way to do that and that it was on me to do it you know Mm -hmm. that like no one else could really do it for me and so they could help me they could show me different ways of thinking and different Mm -hmm. like which is I think a little bit of what we try to do on this podcast is try to introduce different ways of thinking Mm -hmm. and approaching life so that we don't always feel stuck but I definitely needed help getting unstuck it's not like I sat cross-legged on my floor mm-hmm. in a morning and had this like wave of ah, mm-hmm. come over me you know I definitely had help getting there yeah and but I yeah it was because I just couldn't take being as unhappy as I was anymore I was really unhappy yeah and I just didn't there's, want it there's um <laughs> I just didn't want it this is going to come across as a big word but there's there's an intentionality uh in there meaning like you you had the intention you and the action to take control of your, you know, what was happening to you in your situation and move it towards where you want it to be. Um, yes. And then with help. And I, and I think so, and I've, I've, in my life, I've seen a therapist and I, you know, think in, in these moments, everybody should uh, seek out help yes. as you did and um, and helping understand and, and working through it. And, and one of the, so, so for me and I, from my personal experience and I, and I feel like I'm kind of hearing this in your story as well, is that it's having a, a conscious uh, intention to act, to move towards where you want to be. Yes. It's, it's, there's a control element there. It's like, as you're taking steps to, uh, to make sense of, to, to navigate yourself towards where you want to be is so, I, I think is a, is super important and 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 in doing that action it helps you get out of the it's like there's happiness and then there's like the anti situ you know the opposite of that it's right. helping get out right. of that which uh helps you move towards towards that happiness so that i mean it's a very actually we started you know the topic of happiness is if even when you say the word it's positive uh yes and I th- is that yeah, onomatopoeia when a word sounds like what it is? Because I feel like happiness is one of those things for me. Yeah. It, it sounds, it just makes you cheerful when you hear it. Yeah. And and I think yeah. the getting to that, I, I, we didn't actually plan this in our, as we were thinking about what we were talking about. But essentially, I think what we're saying is getting to that, there's things that get in the way. Like, that there's real yeah. significant things that uh, people deal with that, prevent them from being happy and so part of the message is is seeking help and dealing with that but then the other part of the, i think the message is what we're saying is take action to and have the intention to right uh right. seek the happiness and and make the choice there there is an element here of taking the intention to move towards it yeah because i do i think that's such an important part that you raise rod is that there's an internal part where you have to make the choice right you can have someone help you. They can bring you to the water. They can show you a cup. They can mm-hmm. dip the cup in the water. They themselves can drink the water and show you all of those pieces. But then you've got to pick up your own cup and dip it in the water and drink it yourself, right? Yeah. Like there really is a um, 
I think I, this is my personal belief. I think the path to happiness is inside of us as individuals. And yeah. then when we start to feel it, you start to feel a change of energy in all the people and everything around you. You start attracting different things. I know we talked about this a little bit last week and we both sort of shyly confessed that we believe a little bit in manifestation. Yes, but yeah. I believe in that. I believe in that with this as well, Rod, that once you start finding that path to happiness, once you start using reframing as a tool to do that, because it's such a powerful tool, yeah. then you're going to start to see the world in a happier way. And it's not like the world has changed. You've changed. Totally. Um, your perspective, your outlook has changed. Yeah. Um, but I, we also are very conscious that we don't want to make it sound like it's, oh, just flip a switch and be happy. Oh, yeah. Just flip a switch and reframe. Well, it isn't that the worst? Effort, right? Yeah. That is the worst. I mean, I've had people say that to me when I'm in my depths of despair and I'm like, you just need to back up because oh my gosh, yeah. this is not helpful. What about you? <laughs> oh, don't. I remember. Yeah, exactly. Somebody just saying, well, it's it's a choice. You can be happy. Just like stop being upset. And that's, that is the exactly like you just said, the worst thing to say when you're in that moment that is not the what you can do this is very much an overtime uh thing and this is very much you know this is where okay we're not trained uh psychologists or therapists or but no. there's you know much of the malaise that many people have are things that can be treated through this is like there's a term cognitive behavior behavioral therapy CBT. it's what saved my mom that's what stopped my mom drinking legit yeah i'm such a believer it's, in cognitive behavioral therapy yes it's awesome and for many for most of us that is exactly what we need but there's there's loads of situations where the issues are are to be addressed through other means like they're not it's not like everything can be addressed through cognitive behavioral therapy i want to be clear about no. that but we're talking... And also, I think that there's like a time... Had someone come to me when I was in the thick and the throes with my mom, and it was like really heavy and dark. If someone had come and said this stuff to me, I yeah. would have thought they were insane and almost mean. Yeah. You know? So there's also a time and place where we make the choice. Yeah. Where we're ready to make the change. And, um, and again, I think for each person, that's a very individual thing. Yeah. So it is very... And... and, and you know, it's a process. It takes time. It's something we grow and learn. I think this is the, you know, it's our years that our lives, that we, the years that we've had in our lives. I'm trying to say that like, not that we're old, we're super young, but like the years that <laughs> we've had If you call me old, I'm hanging up right now. Got that, everybody? If anybody writes that down, someone's a big stinky but it, I'm just it, saying. It, it, it that's an important part of what we've uh, it is. we've come through. So I think the um the, the so the reframing allows us to as we, we come into as we bring hap you know we, we we have the intention we want to be happy we want to do things there are things that we can do that can help us be happy you know, I mentioned sleep last time exercise it's like the yes. basic stuff it's like taking care of yourself give it puts you in your body in that right state of mind I tell you 100%. another episode we'll talk about. I'm sure you believe the same thing, the connection between uh, body and mind and how they, how your body is affects how your mind is, how your mind is affects how you your body is. You know it. Oh, yes. And the, um, so kind of 
keeping that, keeping all of this in context and that when situations come up, and this is that all tied back to the reframing, it's how you interpret that situation right. will affect then how you feel about it, which the positivity or the negativity, and that leads to then totally the happiness. And so I think I think and we've talked about this in some of other some of our other topics as well. That if you if you're sort of thinking about this and you're thinking, huh, how am I going to apply reframing in my life? Mm-hmm. You know, it can be applied at work. It can be applied in your personal life. I mean, no matter who you are and what you do, you can think about reframing. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean that you're st- you've still got to allow yourself to have that initial reaction, right? Your initial reaction Completely. can be anger. It can be hurt. It can be mm-hmm. happiness. Like your initial reaction to the stimulus around you that's causing the need for reframing, your reaction is your reaction. So don't be hard on yourself for that is it would be my first thing because mm-hmm. we have enough, you know, it's the whole shooting all over yourself. Don't shit yeah. all over yourself for uh, for having the reaction that you do. But then start imagining like what are all the possibilities of what that person um could be going through or, mm-hmm. or could be experiencing or what they're bringing to the table or why maybe this is a touchy subject for them or, um, you know, all the different possibilities, permutations and combinations of the human experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but you got to still let yourself have that first that first reaction and not worry about it too much. Um, that That just is what it is. That's right. But then after that first reaction, then you have choice. You know, you you can take a breath and then you have choice Mm -hmm. about whether or not you react based on your initial response or whether Mm -hmm. or not you sort of choose to to let it cook a little bit Mm -hmm. and then figure out what you want to do. You know, sorry, that's Mm -hmm. sounding really preachy a little bit, huh? Yeah. Get us out of this, Rod. No. How about sounding so preachy? I don't like it. Um, (laughs) I know you're giving a lot of shoulds to people. You're shoulding. I know, right? (laughs) But you know, the... thinking? No, the... the, (laughs) I, I mean, think you're sharing good advice. The, um, it's, I'm, there's a there's a book called Happier by Tal Ben Shahar, if I get that name right. He, and then it's it's connected into this whole uh, line of psychology, which is called positive psychology, which uh, mm-hmm. a researcher, a guy named Martin Seligman. Um, did a lot of work on which we'll get into another time we're all, we're throwing out these teasers because he, he's the guy who uh, talked a lot about op, um, pessimism and optimism like an optimist and a pessimist and and the power like that 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 people have are tend to be one versus the other and then how that affects our happiness but the 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 book happier the, the guy lays out a, a lot of the research and kind of a lot of the uh, things that people can do to make them make ourselves happier and a lot of it is that expectation of and and in this I, I consider this reframing but it's like the expectation of what you should have in a given situation what you should have as an individual so I mean things like you know uh, am I beautiful am I successful am I right. do I have all the right. best things and all the best friends and and when you look at a situation you can find a lot of unhappiness if you don't have these things but so in the in the book the guy essentially it's it's almost like i would say um the philosophy and and you see this in some religions and buddhism there's a lot of this where it's like 
right. you know, nothing is super fantastic and nothing is super bad. You got to realize that it's, you know, the, the expectations that you have to have like awesomeness all the time is what right. leads right. to <laughs> disappointment and, un, and happiness. So it's actually, it's, it's part of it is I would, to use the term for our podcast here is we're reframe the situation you have and take it in as, um, you know, not to have such high expectations or, or then if things seem desperately negative to realize it's not so bad. Um, and then to, it's my me- like my memory to all this is now coming back. I don't know. There's another connection around exactly what we're talking about, just said in a different way. Is how I don't know if you have you ever heard of Viktor Frankl? He yeah, I have. He's a so uh, was in concentration camps in World War II. Yes. Um, a psychotherapist, and he came out of the there realizing the importance of how people. Framed their situation, but his thing was, if you can see a purpose, even in what might seem like a desperately terrible situation, but if there's, if you can find a purpose, um, if you can reframe essentially what your life is and, and focus around a purpose, you can you can remain positive um, through like terrible situations, and and so. I think like a lot of the stuff that we talk about, we use, you know, one concept to have the discussion, but it's tied into so many things. It's like all this well, stuff I, is I interconnected. Think, totally. That's what I was just going to say. I, th- I think that it's, it's almost impossible, save for the need to just have short segments. It's almost impossible to talk about one of these subjects without bringing in so many um, other pieces as well, because they mm-hmm. all do really go hand in hand. I love what you said about purpose. I do think that that is also um, a part of reframing your life, figuring mm-hmm. out what your purpose is, figuring out what your jam is, mm-hmm. you know, figuring out what excites you about life and what maybe you could sort of live without and being really honest with yourself Um about what those things are and pursuing those, you know, not what our families think is the best for us, not what society thinks is the best for us, but really what our own true purpose is. Mm -hmm. And I think you got to, for me, I had to do a lot of reframing in my life um, to break free of, of what I, what of living to other people's purposes, perhaps is the way I'll say it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, totally. And there's also a podcast that you told me to listen to. And when I, was it the Happiness Lab? Or yes. The Happiness Project? Been. Yeah, the Happiness Lab. Yeah, that honestly, guys, changed so much for me. It gave me so many additional tools mm-hmm. to think about happiness, to uh, go out and seek it. And, and it's all science-based, which is really cool uh, for the science junkies out there. Let's hope. Yay, science. Yeah. Um, it's all very science-based, uh, which I also really like. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's really, really cool. If you're looking for a podcast to listen to other than ours, which, of course, we want you here. If you're <laughs> looking for another podcast to listen to, then I can't recommend that one enough. It, I, like, yeah. I think I devoured it in a weekend. I listened to every episode back to back to back. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah. Yeah, it was so good. Yeah. So I guess the goal, so I guess then what we're saying is 
reframing is absolutely one of the tools in the toolkit to find your path to happiness. Don't be hard on yourself if it doesn't happen right away. Mm-hmm. Right? And that yeah. it's it's not necessarily possible to do it in every situation. Yeah. Um, and that that's okay too. Yeah. You know, like there are some things that really just are crappy and you just have to go through them. Yeah. But I think your point about purpose there is a really important one to keep in mind when even those really crappy things are happening, you know? Yeah, that's right. And I, and um, today, maybe it's because it's raining outside, guys. Maybe it's because it's raining outside. I know. It feels kind of heavy today, but it's a heavy topic. It does. This How, is like it, it feels heavy. It's so it does. It's, so juicy. it's like if the last episode was, uh, I don't know, Star Wars one. This is like Empire Strikes <laughs> Back. This is like the dark second episode, even though this is like episode seven. And this, guys, is why I love Rod as much as I do. Because anyone who can bring in a Star Wars reference in a podcast about reframing and happiness, I am in. I am yeah. in. Well, let's, okay, let's, let's reframe, let's maybe end uh, as we get to the with end a of our time. With a reframe of a rainy day. So, rainy yes. day. You are hoping, you know, the weekend, you work all week, staying inside. It'd be nice to go outside on a sunny uh, weekend, right? Because when else are you going to get to walk around? But it's raining today. Right. That's a drag. That sucks. Life sucks. Except. Yeah. Except it does kind of give you permission to snuggle under a blanket and read a book or listen to a podcast or watch a movie or you know something that sometimes we have to give ourselves permission to get uh to rest and relax you know yeah. and i love the idea of doing an episode on sleep um but like this kind of get, i always feel like a rainy day gives me permission to do that yeah great i, I love how you frame younger, that rainy what, day yeah okay what about <laughs> you what's what's your take on it you're gonna say it gives you the time to stay inside and do like little mini renovations. Oh, that's right. It's like, oh yeah, <laughs> this you know kind of works out because I can do painting inside instead of the outside work. But uh, yeah, no, I, that's exactly right. It's like, what's the what's the good thing that I can be doing? I could I never get time to read a book. I which is so this is a very right. real thing for me. I've got these books hanging around. I'm like, don't read them. Then I feel bad that I got these books yes. and I don't read them. Book guilt. I have book um, guilt. Yeah. I thought I was the only one. Yay. <laughs> and so seriously, I'll spend, I'm not going to spend all day, but I'll spend like a half an hour, an hour reading the book. And that's, and so looking at that, this is the best thing I like about a podcast, by the way, because it actually helps, it reminds me to do these things. Which I wouldn't <laughs> otherwise. So I, I, I do, nobody should think that I normally would do this in like some super awesome way. It's like, because we're talking about it, I'm going to do this yeah. today and say like, actually, it it's a little bit of a gift to have uh, a reason, you know, have to stay inside and uh, just take a little time to relax and read. And that's a, and actually, that's a really good thing for me. So. There you go. Thanks for helping I me love reframe that. it. I love that. And for me too. I uh, I do feel guilty. I feel like I should be out running all my errands, especially now that stores are still, you know, on shortened hours, many of them and things. So I, I always feel that pressure to go out and get all my stuff done. What's going to happen if I don't? Mm-hmm. You know, like what's what's going to happen if I don't? Yeah. Okay. It's, I won't have my favorite almond butter in the house. <laughs> I think I'll be all right. That's right. <laughs> 
And then when you get it, and you can reframe it and tell yourself, you know, the next time you get it, you'll enjoy it even more. It'll be even, even much more, more that, uh, greater Rod, pleasure. I love our Empire Strikes Back episode. <laughs> yeah. I always think, guys, that this the, the one we do is my favorite one so far, and I'm right there right now. This is my favorite one yeah, so we... far. Anything we can relate to Star Wars, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, Rod, thank you. This has been such a great chat today. Yes, it has. I really enjoyed it. Me too. Okay, bye, everybody. We'll talk to you again next week.